another episode of With Love Conversations with your hosts, Brooke Westwood and Morgan Martinez. Now hold on to your seats because we got some exciting news for you guys. You guys, we are about to be re-you-fucking-nighted! Yes! Hey! So me and Morgan have not seen each other since we've started this podcast and it's about fucking time. A couple more days, and we are finally going to be creating some magic for you guys. Together, together. She is coming to Boise, Idaho. We honestly haven't seen each other since... When was the last time we saw each other? So it's been about four months since we've seen each other, but it feels like yeah. four years. You guys don't understand. Yeah. Like, this bitch has been at my hip since I was in kindergarten. So yeah, four months equals four years. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah. We've literally been inseparable since kindergarten. Yeah. Super excited. She's coming this weekend. Gonna get crazy for Halloween. So guys, today we are talking about something really cool. The title of this podcast is dedicated to feeling stuck and our number one way of getting unstuck it's move, bitch. Move, bitch. Get out of your own motherfucking way. Hey, 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 hey. So today, you guys, we are talking about mine and Morgan's moving experiences. I have moved to two places, so not too many, but I've moved to Reno and I've moved to Hawaii, and Morgan has also moved. So moved to Reno, then moved to Vegas, then moved to Elko for a few months during quarantine, then now I'm here in Boise, Idaho. Hell yeah. So we just really wanted to share, like I said, our experiences and what we've gained from that and how it really, really kickstarted our growth in all departments. So we're really excited for this one. But before we get started, last episode, it was a relaxed, kind of funny, get to know us podcast. And we talked about our high school experiences. So if you haven't listened to that one, go check that out because it's pretty fucking hilarious. But We did promise you all that we would share one of your high school stories on this episode. So here we are, and we actually will be having our first guest on the podcast. First guest ever! So exciting. Yeah, guys, so I am putting my aunt on the podcast today. She is my mother's sister, and she is literally the funniest human I have ever fucking known. Um, So she's going to share her favorite high school memory with you all, and you will not want to miss this. It will be at the end of the podcast, so stay tuned. All right, so getting back to moving your ass and stop being stuck. But first, before we get into it, let's just all recognize that we are not stuck. We truly are not. We have all the capabilities and everything that we need within us right now to achieve whatever we want to achieve and to go after what we want, whether that's within our lives, our relationship, ourselves. You know, we have 100% control. You just have to really get in the driver's seat of your own self and your own life. Let's start from the beginning when I, when we graduated high school and how that kind of looked like. So with me, after I graduated high school, my mom was um, very adamant on, you know, saving money, different things like that, which I definitely understood. So she made me stay home for the first two years to get my associate's degree at GBC, which is a community college in Elko, Nevada. So the first year I stayed home and that was 
one of the shittiest years ever. That was the year after I graduated high school. All my friends left. They all went to Reno or Boise, and I was just like, and I'll go by myself going to community college, and it just sucked. But you cannot forget those fucking awesome nights when I was like it would be a weekend it'd be like a random ass Saturday and I was living in Reno at the time and I'd get a text and Morgan's fucking name would pop up on my phone at like 10 p.m. and she'd be like dude I'm on my way to Reno and like I'd tell the whole party like you guys Morgan's on her way and everyone would be like yeah so she definitely made the the jump to come and see me as much as possible but like dude I fucking missed her and she was missing out a little bit like tell your experience about like just staying home during that time and like what that did to you and like did you feel stuck yeah I definitely felt super stuck for sure because growing up like I've always been very independent and just craved freedom and I was very curious about the world that's out there connections different things like that so having to stay in Elko you know definitely made me feel caged and stuck and in this box and yeah so I always made trips to Reno randomly to Brooke and I would just show up and my favorite thing honestly is to surprise people because it's more so of their reaction (laughs) when they see me and then go throughout my week of working wherever I was working at the time and then attempting college (laughs) that I wasn't good at. And then eventually um, just stuck my foot down basically and told my mom that I wasn't going to do another year at GBC, that I needed to get out and move out because living in Elko at the time was just not good for me mentally. Honestly, every time I was home, all I did was stay in my room. I barely worked out, wasn't really eating healthy. I wasn't eating a lot, but I wasn't eating healthy. So, and I was doing more like emotionally eating and stuff. And I was definitely like not in a great place either. And so just very much, pretty much by myself. So I just told my mom, I'm leaving, I'm moving. And so I did all my transfers to TMCC, which is a community college in Reno, found an apartment, um, moved with a friend and moved to Reno. And that's where my first move started. Yeah. And like, as soon as I finished high school, I, I moved straight to Reno. So like, you know, a couple months after graduation, I moved straight to Reno, and the second I was in a different environment, that's when things started to shift for me, because for Morgan, she said, you know, she was not having the best eating habits, she wasn't in the best place, she was just staying in her room, and for me, like, if I was to stay home after high school, I wouldn't have even given myself a chance to get, like, unstuck from my old habits, so, like, growing up, you know, you you adapt to how you were raised. So, like, you're going to eat how you were raised. You're going to speak the way that, like, your parents spoke to you. You're going to do the things that, you know, your friends and the people that you surrounded yourself, that's going to be your life. So, the only way to change is to step outside of your comfort zone, step outside of your quote-unquote home or your comfy place and expand your horizon in all ways like get a different environment get different friends eat different foods listen to different things and like 
moving somewhere new is kind of what inspires that because, you know, you, you meet new people, new doors open, all the things. So when you're just in your little bubble, that's when all of this just repetitiveness of life starts to occur. And that's when you start to feel a little bit stuck. And that's when your every day feels like the exact same because it is like you're not changing anything you're seeing the same people you're doing the same things like I remember even when I was when I had first moved to Vegas I would barely come home but like a few times I had come home I came home and I would visit a few friends and it was like a time warp like I had gone back in time like when I was living in Elko and like just doing the same stuff and that was like gosh, four, five, six years ago. And it's just so crazy when you're just in the same place for a long period of time. I mean, there's not much a changing or a need to change. Like you just get very comfortable and you get into the cycle. When you're doing the same repetitive thing every single day, you're so numb to like what's going on because you're like in such a flow, which is great sometimes. But it's like, if you feel like you're not growing and you're not evolving in that specific spot like that's when it's time to pivot especially if you're especially if you're feeling drained or like maybe just drained by the people that you're hanging out with or like your job like if you're not feeling joy in like your everyday things maybe moving is a good idea maybe doing something different stepping outside of your comfort zone or even if um that you're looking for outside validation for certain things, you know, and you're starting to get into like not so great habits, then it's really time to just like switch things up. Here's a question. Give me three instances that made you realize, okay, it's, it's time to move like three triggers that were like, this is unhealthy. I have to go. So three things I would say I'm a dreamer. So I've always wanted to like go explore. Like I'm very free spirited. So I, I don't like feeling trapped. Um, my relationship with my family, um, wasn't all that great. There was just a lot of fighting and, um, very toxic in the house living there. My own confidence within myself of trying to pursue the life that I know that I want, but being stuck somewhere that I know I can't get the life that I want in this specific place. So those three things were pretty much the pinnacle of just the downworld spiral of, you know, what I was saying. And same thing, like when I was stuck in that, just looking for outside validation, like I was partying a ton, doing drugs, having sex randomly, you know, so it's just like trying to fill that void somewhere. Totally. And just like going to pivot the conversation a little bit, talking about what are you passionate about? Because when I think about what I was passionate about, you know, when I was super young and I was just starting off, you know, my, my life outside of high school and outside of like my home and my comfort zone, I didn't have anything that I was really super passionate about. I mean, I always knew that I wanted to do hair. So I guess that was a, a passion, I guess, of mine. But, you know, I hadn't experienced that lifestyle yet. So I didn't really know if that's like that was my thing. And so with that, I just want to ask you, like, if you are one of those people who were like me and when someone asked you, what are you passionate about? And you had no idea what to say. 
because you never really had like those specific quote unquote passions. Moving for me was the number one thing that helped me add things to that list of what I am passionate about because I was able to meet new people, which then led me to new hobbies, new experiences. Like what are these people that I was surrounding myself with um, involved in? And for me, that was like music. I got into a group of people who were really passionate about making music and I've always been really into singing. So that was like right up my alley. And now I can write that on my list. Like when someone asks me, what am I passionate about? I'm passionate about music. I'm passionate about the, the creativity of like making music and making a beat and the lyrics that go into it and all the things. So like when you move, you meet new people, you're in a new environment, you're in new like cultures and like foods and all these different experiences that then lead to adding more and more and more value to your life where if you're just stuck in the same fucking place and like you're not feeling fulfilled in life, that's another reason. Maybe that's, you know, a little cue that like it's it's time to move on to somewhere new, somewhere better, somewhere somewhere that can help you grow. Honestly, one of the most attractive qualities would be when people are excited about something about it when people are passionate about what they're doing even if it's something that like I don't resonate with I always just appreciate the people that are excited to tell their stories excited to tell their experiences and like be that person like tell your stories share your experiences so Morgan after you lived at home and you were like fuck this this is not helping me I'm not growing. I'm not happy. What was your, like, where were you at? What was your thought process? And like, how did you pivot? Where did you go? Pretty much from there, I just stopped caring. And I was like, this is what I need to do for myself. So I'm not going to stay another year. Like I mentally, emotionally, and physically could not stay another year in Elko. And, like, I love and respect my mom so much and my parents. Uh, like, I love them to death and respect them a lot. Like, they've done so much for me. But I just, when it comes to what I want to do with my life, I do not listen to them. And that's only because where they, like, where they come from, like, how they grew up, like, they're very, very protective. But if I did listen to them, and disagreed with them and be like, okay, you know, like, I won't do that. Like, I would not be here today. You know, I would not be taking control over my life or anything. Moral of the story, as cliche as this is, follow your fucking heart. Like, listen to your intuition. And we're going to be doing a lot of deep dives into how to find your intuition. But like, whatever that specific thing is, and I've said this before, whatever that thing is, that's just like, calling your name and like poking at you all the time. Like whatever that daydream is that you're constantly thinking of, I highly freaking suggest that you take action on that because that is like, I've said this a million times, but that is your soul like scratching at you. Like you need to take action on that. And if your parents or your friends or the people that you're surrounding yourself with are telling you like, no, no, no. Like, I think this is the better option. Or I think you should do this. Or I think you are really good at this. And like taking all those into consideration, that's great. But like, what do you want? 
Like, ask yourself that, and that can be another journal prompt. And here I am, Brooke, the journal queen of all. Journal about that. What are, what is your dream life? What do you want out of life? And if that involves moving and like doing something new and being around different people, you need to take action. And just know also, I think I read this somewhere, someone told me, but if someone tells you that, oh, I don't think you can do that or, you know, oh, are you really going to do that? It's more so them saying like they can't do that. They don't want to do that. They don't have the confidence to do that. So they're just projecting that onto you. So don't take the criticism from other people or negativity uh, personally because 100% of the time it's just their own insecurities. Like they're just projecting that onto you. Totally. Yeah, I absolutely freaking agree. Um, I just want to kind of dive into my experience and moving in, moving to Hawaii and what that had done for me and like just my life. And it just opened so many doors for me because I've always been, I've always known like the person that I was supposed to be like, just a quick little flashback into like my high school mind, I always had this vision of this woman who every single morning she woke up, she went to the gym, then after the gym, she would go and drive to the coffee shop. And at the coffee shop, she would sit down, she would plan her day out. And like, that was my vision of like, how I wanted to start my day and how I wanted to do all these things. But like, I never did that. And the second that I moved to Hawaii, which was a completely... It was, it was a decision that was, like, completely based off of my intuition. Like, I swear, my hands were up in the air. I had no control over any of that. Like, that was just something that was in the flow of my own life and sounds super weird. But, like, I swear, it was it, everything just, like, kind of aligned and it was meant to be. And now I'm doing that every day. And I'm, like, manifested this person that I really wanted to be and all the things. But moving to Hawaii for me, like... Number one was the biggest culture shock. Like, not only was I disconnected from, like, the, the actual, like, United States of America. Like, yes, Hawaii is in the U.S., but, like, I was completely removed. So then I was surrounded by different people, different cultures, different colored skin, different foods, different way of living, different paces of life. And it just helped me, like gravitate towards like what I actually wanted in that moment where if you were just in the same place all the time and you were wanting more like there's nothing to grab onto like there's no one to reach to there's nowhere to go and and I do want to say if living in your hometown or living in the place that you're at now makes you 100% completely fucking happy fucking cheers into you because that's great. I am so happy you're living your best fucking life. But like, that's what I want for you. I want you to live your best life. And if like, you don't feel like you're obtaining that, it's time to make a change. Yeah. And my one thing that I also want to speak about is not letting your fears take you away from living an awesome life. The biggest transition I would have to say for myself was when I moved to Vegas, because I knew zero people in Vegas. I had no friends, no family there. And ironically, I went there to get my shit together. 
<laughs> which normally is not the place that you would go to get your shit together. Um, but it worked out really great for me. In the beginning, though, I was incredibly scared and so nervous to move there because of obvious reasons. Like, it's Vegas. You know, a lot of people who go there is just for the nightlife. You know, you hear a lot of crazy stories. It's a huge city. And same, you know, parents instilled a lot of fear into my head. My mom, I remember she would literally send me screenshots every single day of, like, the news articles online that were happening in Vegas of, like, shootings and kidnappings and killings and, like, all this crazy stuff. And was like, are you sure you want to move to Vegas? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, please stop. Like, yes. <laughs> and me, my rebel spirit anyways is like, you're trying to make me stay. I'm just going to go anyways type thing. But I was very nervous, you know, a new area, new city, no friends. Like, I literally was starting from scratch but I knew deep inside I needed that 100% for me to truly, truly, truly make the changes. So making that move to Vegas was super scary and it was hard. Like I was alone. It was really hard to make friends there. So I was very much like by myself for probably almost a year before I started actually making like pretty good friends. But like in those times you were forced into solitude. Like you didn't have friends. You didn't have anyone that you knew that you can kind of like resort your alone time to. So it was like, I feel like for you, that was your growth period. Do you agree? Yeah, dude, that was 100% my growth period. Like I didn't really enjoy living in Vegas, but I am so thankful for living there because I had grown so much and that's exactly why it's because for a majority of the part time I was there those three years I was basically in solitude and from a relationship point of view with like you know your partner when me and Kevin moved to Hawaii we also removed ourselves from you know me and Kevin were both from the same place so when we were in Elka, when we were in the place that we both grew up, there was a lot of um, underlying old past trauma and issues that we both had with like previous exes or previous friends. And I just want to like say, if you are in a relationship and you know that that person is your person, I hi and you are living in the town that you both grew up in where there is old memories. You know, your family lives there. Your friends live there. All of these things that, like, kind of restrict you in a way. And, like, by restricting, I mean, like, if you feel super comfortable, that might also be a form of restriction because, like, when you are comfortable, you're doing the things that you normally do, but, like, you don't go outside that bubble. Like, you're just in this little bubble. You're restricted. You don't really know you're restricted because you don't know what's outside your your inner world. So, back to the relationship thing. When Kevin and I moved to Hawaii, it was honestly the best thing we could have done for our relationship because, like I said, we removed ourselves from, like, the past. We removed ourselves from that old environment and most importantly, most importantly, but like emotionally, it kind of hurt. We removed ourselves from our family. So, you know, when you get married or you get into like a serious relationship, sometimes family gets in the way because 
our family, like, they they shape us and they they influence us and all these things all these things because we we respect them right so when you move away you're able to live life on your own terms and do the things that you really 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 want to do without asking for permission so when it comes to your relationship i feel like moving away with your partner or your person is such a good idea because you can experience what it's like to number one live with this person and like just live with that person like no friends over every single night or no family dinners every single night it's like you're really forced to like be stuck with this human in like a completely different environment doing different things and you just like experience life in a really really different way so hawaii for me like, that was my number one takeaway was, like, that just, like, boosted our relationship so fucking much because we were able to remove ourselves, grow together, figure out our own things, make our own traditions, do our own rituals, do all, all of our own things, be more independent as a couple and just, like, grow a really good foundation. And then that way, when we go back home or if we move or whatever the future holds for us, we have this, like I said, a really good foundation that we created on our own. And not only that, but when you guys moved there, it was just you guys, right? Like, you guys didn't really know anyone either. Yeah, no, it was it was just us. So you guys pretty much literally became best friends because you guys all just had each other. Totally. And, like, that could have made us or break us. And that's kind of why we made the move. Like, like I, like I said in the previous episodes, um... Like, we moved there. He asked me to move to Hawaii before we were even dating. So, like, it was a broad fucking move on both of our parts, but it worked out for the better. Like, you have to, you have a 50% chance of it working out or not working out. But I feel like if you are serious about this person, that is such a good way to learn about each other and just really figure out what you're all about. And, like, if this is actually... A thing and if it's actually gonna work yeah and another thing too like if you guys like don't want to make that huge jump in like moving I would do like solo trips and you don't have to be like extravagant in your trips either like you guys could literally do like a day trip or a weekend trip to like so I'm in Idaho like to McCall or like to Oregon to the falls or you know up to Coeur d'Alene or you know, Montana, you know, like just having that quality, intimate time with just you guys, but you're also experiencing new places and new feelings and excitement and you guys like become closer within that too. And then also you see the yucky sides of that person. How does your partner act when the flight gets delayed and like you miss your connecting flight? Are they fucking fired up? Are they pissed? Are they stressed? Like, what are they like in very intense situations moving or doing new experiences or new road trips or just something new together is such a, a growing a growing process. And also, like, you can really analyze the person in so many different ways. So just like, yeah, like Morgan said, just doing something new together will definitely bring up that that same feeling. So, when you and Kevin moved to Hawaii, talk to us about, like, when you guys first moved there. Like, you guys transitioned, you guys were even dating when he asked you, like, how did that start? Or how did that work out? 
It was, it was really good. Honestly, like, I felt the honeymoon stage as soon as we moved to Hawaii. Like, we weren't even engaged, but, like, because we were so excited and we were um, meeting new people and we were going on new trips and doing all these different adventures and, like, we were so fucking high on life and neither of us had a job, so it was, like, all day, every day, adventuring, fun, everything that, like, we've always dreamt of doing, and, like, we were doing it together, so, like, we were very in line, like, with what we've always wanted, and, um, honestly, like, we were just on this fucking super high, um, there was really no issues other than, obviously, like, missing my family, my friends, that was really, really hard being away from them, but distance makes the heart grow fonder, and I couldn't agree more, like, being away from your people, like, that, almost brings more passion and more empathy and more just like excitement into your relationships whether it's with your family or with your friends like it's okay to move away from your people and it's it's gonna suck and you're gonna have your wave of emotions and like some days are harder than others and I experience that all the fucking time Like when I see, you know, at work, I see my clients talking about their family and people having kids and having their mother watch their children and all these things that like, I know I'm not going to be able to experience if I choose to live in Hawaii during like, you know, the expanding your family. But there's a lot more pros than there are cons. And I, I, I wouldn't change it for the world because, like, mine and Kevin's relationship has grown so much stronger. But most importantly, my, my relationship with myself has grown exponentially. So since you guys made that huge move to going to Hawaii, obviously you're not stuck, but do you still have moments where you do feel stuck? And if so, like, what do you do to get yourself moving? I mean, in the times that we're living at now, like fucking COVID, living in Hawaii, if you're listening to this and you live in Hawaii and you want to travel, I feel you, sister. I feel you, dude. Like, Traveling in Hawaii right now during COVID is not a thing. So the fact that I was able to make this trip happen is, um, it was a big move. I have to miss almost a month of work because I have to quarantine when I get back. So, um, right here, right now, yes, I do feel stuck outside of COVID. I feel the opposite of stuck, honestly, because I, I feel like I really truly feel like I'm on my, on the, on my path of like, where I'm, I, I, I am where I am supposed to be right now. And, um, with that, like I said, yes, I miss my people, but that's kind of it. Like I've never felt so in my own skin and so comfortable and so confident. And like right now, as we're recording this podcast, I'm in the house that I grew up in. Like this is my ultimate comfort zone. But like when it comes to growth, Hawaii, that's my like comfortable place of of growth. Like, I don't feel like when I'm in Elko, I don't feel like, you know, there's, there's anything more for me. But when I go back to the Island and I go back to Hawaii and I go back to my husband and like the place that like, I've always wanted to be, that's where I feel more creative. And I feel more like my creative juices flowing and I feel a lot more happier in all areas. And guess what? You wouldn't even be so in tuned with yourself and so confident and loving yourself in your own skin without you moving y'all big booty. It's so true. How about you? Like, 
how, like, what have you gained from, so if anyone doesn't know, and she hasn't touched base on this yet, but Morgan has moved from Vegas. It, you know, it was not serving her. So she's moved to Boise. So with that being said, Morgan, I just want to ask you, like, moving to Boise, I, I talk to you every day. I know you're happy. You feel super in line with what you're doing and where you're at. Like, I just want to know like the feelings and like all the things with moving. So yeah, moved to Idaho. Gosh, I think six months ago now I moved here like in May of this year during quarantine. So it's such a great time to move to Boise. But yeah, I just felt like I got what I needed out of Vegas and just wanted to move. I had gotten some um, connections up here prior to, but then since COVID happened at all, that didn't work out, but obviously the move did. So um, yeah, super happy to be here. And I just, I don't like, I don't know how else to explain it, but just like the feeling of home. Like I... To be honest, I don't think I've ever been in a place where I've actually felt at home. Like, but every time I came here, like I remember before even moving to Reno, I was trying to move to Boise. Do you remember that? And I would go stay with Allie all the time and like hustle my ass and try and find a job or whatever, but it just was not happening. And obviously it just wasn't the time. Uh, The growth and the opportunities, like it's literally everything I want for me to plant my roots and to establish my life so enlightened and full of joy and love and just like, I mean, like Brooke, just confident and just like flowing with my vibe and my self. And since you've lived there, I've, I've seen all of that in you, honestly. And like, also since you've lived there, I feel like so many doors have opened for you. And I do want to just say like, when you make the right decision, which means like when you follow your intuition, when you follow your heart, when you do that fucking thing that keeps poking at you, that keeps eating at you, doors are going to open and it's going to be super unexpected. And you're going to be like, how? Like, I've always wanted this. Like, I've always wanted this job. And like, look, there's that specific job has an opening and you apply and you get this fucking job. Like all these things start to align, but you have to follow your heart. You have to know what that thing is that you truly desire and you have to just like stick with it. But guys, we're going to wrap this up. And by doing so, I just want to ask you a couple questions. If you're feeling stuck, if you are feeling like you are not passionate and you If you can't give me three things that you're passionate about, like right off the top of your head, this message is for you. If you are craving something new, if you're craving new people, new culture, new environments, new opportunities, this message is for you. If you feel like you are not living life on your own terms, like you're living your life for someone else, if you're like what Morgan was saying, if you're just doing what your parents tell you to do, or you're just doing like, if you're asking for outside validation and you are open to all suggestions, me and Morgan are here to tell you, pick a place on the map and pack your motherfucking bags and get on and get going because that is where you are meant to be. Whatever place comes up, whatever place that comes up in your mind when I say that, like, you should go. You have nothing to lose. Like, the worst that could happen is you can go back home. Like, mom and dad, if you're lucky, 
you know, and you have great parents like me and Morgan, or if you don't and you have like really good friends, like there, as long as you have that person that is there that like can help you pick up the pieces of like that move wasn't the best decision. And like, sometimes that happens and that's okay. But like, you really just need to follow your heart and know that like, the worst that could happen is you move back home and that's okay. And you start from ground one again and you fucking figure it out. But if you're feeling stuck, you are not a fucking tree. Like you can move, you can go somewhere else. Yeah. And also just to add to that real quick, when you start making changes within your life, you're going to be tested with some struggles. 100%. But just keep pushing. Like, when you do make that move, like, you're going to hit roadblocks. You're going to hit struggles. But you just got to keep pushing and plowing through those and just understand that these are just tests to make sure, like, you're actually for real for this change. Totally. And you could always think of it, like, think about it. From like, let's just put it in the analogy of being like a freshman on a varsity team. So when you were a freshman and you got accepted to the varsity basketball team, you're not going to be on the fucking starting five team. Like you're going to start at the bottom. You're going to be a fill in. You are there because you're good and you're appreciated, but like, Other people get the spotlight. So, like, bringing that back to, like, life and moving, you have to go through some trials and some challenges before you figure out, like, where your path actually is. And so, um, for me, it was just a course of saying yes. Yes to things that feel good and also yes to things that feel a little bit uncomfortable. And some of those uncomfortable yeses led to really good things, but some of those uncomfortable yeses led to really yucky situations. Everything happens for a reason. Everything happens to give you some kind of lesson, some kind of knowledge. So like whether it's a positive experience or a negative experience, if your heart truly wants that, if you feel like that is truly what you're supposed to be doing in that moment, like you should do that thing. You should take that extra step, just say yes. Say yes to the things that feel good and say no to the things that don't. And I promise you, like, you will not be disappointed. Excuse us for this brief introduction, but we have some exciting, exciting news. We promised you guys that we were going to have our first guest on the show, and now is the time. So I would like to proudly announce that I am having my Aunt Kim on the show today. She is going to be sharing one of her most hilarious high school memories in honor of our last episode last week that was all about just our high school fun times and kind of how me and Morgan gained such a solid friendship through lots of hardships. So go ahead and check that out. But for now, kick back, relax. Sorry about the audio quality. Miss Party Queen herself, Aunt Kim, she was, of course, at a party while she called to tell us this story. So, like I said, please excuse the audio, but I promise you it'll be worth it. Enjoy! High school was called Dobson. It's in Arizona, so it was called Dobson Snobson. Supposedly, we were all snobs. But, you know, not me. I was a good girl. So, I couldn't just date one person. You know, I was young, I was wild, I was free. Like, I just wanted to explore my options. 
So I did have a high school boyfriend. I also had a boyfriend that went to Arizona State. And I had another one off to the side. Sorry, that's three. Okay. So, went to a fraternity party with my sister. So we acted like we were Arizona State students. Which, you know, we weren't. But everyone thought we were. So we go to a fraternity party. I went with my high school boyfriend. So I show up in this house, and I see a state boyfriend. We locked eyes. What are you doing here? He gives me a hug. Well, my boyfriend, my high school boyfriend, was at the keg at the time. So I had visions. I had one eye going on him, one eye going on him. It was crazy. I'm like, this is awesome. I got the highest buzz from this. This is great. So I'm like, okay, I can keep these guys separated. Let me work this. So... The night went on. I kept them separated. This room, this room. Played Pong over here with this guy. Hey, I gotta go to the bathroom. Went over here and made out with this guy. Hey, I gotta go to the bathroom. Back, forth, back, forth. Well, I ended up going into the bathroom with my one boyfriend. You know, we both had to go pee. It wasn't anything weird like that. So my other boyfriend sees me going into the bathroom. Doesn't know that I'm with someone. He just thought I was in there by myself. So he's knocking on the door. Kim, what are you doing? What are you doing? Where are you going? Like, hey, I'm right here. Open the door. I'm like, hold on. My stomach's messed up. In the meantime, I'm like, okay, one of us has to jump out this little teeny baby window. It didn't even fit the human adult size. Like, it was tiny. And I was skinnier. I was so skinny back then. So I'm like, okay, let me just, I already told him I was in here. Let me just exit. Let me, you know, and then follow me if you can fit through the door. So I shimmy, this door opened, and I crawl my body out of it, and down below, there's probably about a 10-foot drop, and there was like a bunch of garbage, it was an alleyway, so I'm like, okay, I have to jump, I gotta do this, or else I'm gonna get caught. So I jump out, make it safe, everything's good, and he had to come out too. I'm like, you gotta shimmy your ass out, let's do this, come on, I got you. He does the same falls to the ground we're all good we're laughing he's like now what's going on who was that guy I'm like oh you know that's just a friend of mine i don't know but anyways so i left my boyfriend on the one side because he was talking to some buddies and i went back in and my my boyfriend was standing right there by the door and i'm like hey what you doing he's like uh didn't i just freaking talk to you through the door I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, my stomach was all sick, so I just, you know, I, I crawled out the window just to kind of let the air out. I didn't want you to, like, smell my sickness. So here I am. Let's go party. And then that was it. I don't even know, I don't even know if that makes any sense, but this is what happened, and I got away with it. wraps up our fourth episode the fourth episode guys we really 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 want to say how much we fucking appreciate every single one of you who had listened to this episode this far everyone that has shared everyone that has just like commented and given us all the encouragement because like you're feeding this fuel like you're giving us this fuel you're giving us this energy to like create and stay inspired and we love you and we appreciate you for that pivot it's time to make a move sister brother bro mama dada cousin whoever the (laughs) fuck you are yeah dude get in the fucking driver's seat of your damn life dude be the main character and own your shit 
Hell yeah. All right, guys. Well, we love you so much, and we will talk to you next episode. And remember to take care of your three homes, your mind, body, and earth. Love you guys. Later. Later.